decision to push back, I guess, the, the extra month, what, what goes into that process, that decision to give that extra month? I, I think it uh, can be summarized as general concern about where we're at right now. Um, when we first started talking in, in late March and early April and put together our MIAA COVID-19 task force and, and uh, started to you know, monitor things, um, we, I think, all felt by, by July that uh, we would see the numbers in, in all of the communities in our four state region start to really improve. And, and that, would, uh, that would give us hope that we could get students back on campus and, and start learning and we could get student athletes back on campus to start learning and, and competing in intercollegiate athletics. And as you know, the numbers haven't been great the last three or four weeks. You know, we've seen, um, we've seen record numbers of, of new cases and um, hospitals, hospitalizations are up, and um, so just a, a lot of a lot of concerns with uh, what our presidents and athletic directors are are seeing in in and around the communities that they live in and the, the states that they're in, and it just I think caused everyone to um, decide to hit the pause button and uh, and move things back a few weeks. This, this plan allows us to bring our student athletes back to campus about the same time as our student body. And, and I think that's a good thing. I, I think it allows our student athletes to acclimate to campus and the community at the same time and in the same way as all students on campus. And it gives us a few weeks to, to, to make sure all of that goes well before we actually start with uh, intercollegiate athletics practices, and then a few weeks after that, competition. So it just moves everything back a few weeks. The good news is, um, unlike uh, a number of conferences in, in division, Divisions 1, 2, and 3 that have, have announced that they're suspending sports and, and canceling fall sports and not going to do anything until after January 1st, we're still hopeful. That, that we can have a fall season and we're gonna we're gonna do everything we can in the next six to six to eight weeks to 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 make sure that happens you kind of pick up there I mean we, we've seen conferences across you know all levels but d2 it seemed like last week more kept trickling in just how much are you guys just looking and hoping that things do improve that you guys don't have to make that decision and say we can't do it yeah, I, you know, I, I think there's uh, uh, a lot of, um, uh, I wouldn't say pressure, but, but I think a lot, of, uh, uh, a lot of desire by our presidents and athletic directors um, to, to, not, to not only make uh, fall sports happen, but, but certainly to get students back on campus for in-person learning. So... I, I think uh, everyone in the MIAA understands the importance of, um, of doing everything humanly possible to allow fall sports to happen because it's important to our students, it's important to our coaches, um, it's important to our communities, uh, 
that uh, that we have fall sports. So um, you know, there's uh, there's uh, we're we're gonna you know we're gonna do everything we can to to try to make that happen. And and you know, um, I think there's concern about the numbers that we see, and and um, that's why you know part of the announcement today, the presidents were unanimous in supporting the plan to move things back, but they were also unanimous that we needed to we needed to send some strong messages to our to our fans and our communities and our our campuses that that um, all of this plan all of the planning only works if if we are uh, continue to be socially responsible and and behave in a way that's consistent with the advice and suggestions we're we're hearing from state health officials, local health officials, you know, continue to social distance, um, avoid large gatherings, um, um, you know, practice good, good hygiene. Um, you know, those, it, these are keys to making sure that, um, you know, the virus uh, uh, eventually goes away and, and we can get back to normal. And um, so, you know, we've got, uh, we've got a plan that gives us a little bit of time um, I think in a in an emergency or a crisis or you know what we're dealing with a global health pandemic, um, your best friend is time, and and so we've we've bought some of that through this delay. Um, we're hopeful that the conditions improve, and we're hopeful that um, you know this plan allows our student athletes to get back to campus, and then put them as in a situation that's. Uh, that allows them to be uh, safe and healthy while doing what they love, and that's playing sports. Kind of looking at football, because I think that's the big contact sport that everybody's really kind of seeing how this may work work this year. Seven games right now in the fall. I saw some of the universities released to say that maybe this with the three in the spring or just kind of the things are out there. What is all out there for these seasons, I guess, in the spring, if, if that is something that the NCAA or even that can be happening too? Yeah, we'll play in the spring if we have to. Um, that's that's not that's not ideal, and uh, there are a lot of reasons why um, you know fall sports um, really need to happen this fall. But as far as the championships go and when those are staged, you know th those are all decisions that the NCAA will need to make for all three divisions, and you know the NCAA is working hard. And, and studying all of those issues. And, and they're, they're a couple of weeks away, I think, from making a determination whether fall sport championships stay in the fall or they get moved to the spring. If they stay in the fall, um, do they look the same? Are the brackets the same size? Are they, they uh, you know, are they played on the same schedule? Um, you know, championship dates remain the same. You know, all of those are issues that are, are yet to be determined. And so how we complete our season, how we try to get those, those three games um, that we're jumping over uh, through this delay, um, whether we're able to play those at the, at the end of the fall, um, you know, after we play the seven games now that will, be, that will be scheduled beginning October 3rd, you know, maybe there's a couple of weeks if the NCAA reduces the bracket size and the playoffs start a little later, you know, maybe we could fit another game or two into the MIAA schedule uh, in football. Um, if the NCAA 
decides to delay championships until the spring, um, it'll be a much reduced um, window, I think, for people to be able to play a season. And so maybe we decide to, to play a few games in the fall and then, um, and then move a few, including the three we're jumping over to the spring to allow our schools to, um, to really split the semesters like basketball you know, play a few games in the fall and then, and then finish the season in the spring as we would ramp up for the, uh, for the national championships. Um, so those are all yet to be determined. But as far as the ability to start practice and the ability to start our, our competition schedule in all of, all, in all of our fall sports, um, the athletic directors and the presidents, they were unanimous that delaying this by a few weeks seemed to be the most uh, the, the most prudent step forward and uh, would allow us the best opportunity to try and do something this fall. Just a couple more questions for you. We, we've talked about this quite a bit about how the task force, the MIAA task force has looked at multitude of if this, then this happens. How much is there maybe a, I don't want to say worry, but you start, have to stop, start, or, or stuff like that happens if there is an outbreak or not, I don't want to say outbreak. If there is a couple of cases on a team, they can't play for a couple of weeks. How much is there that concern or how much is that kind of playing right now too? Yeah, we, you know, we've had to, we've had to go through all of those scenarios and, you know, right now where we're at and this could change before the season starts, but right, right now where we're at is uh, uh, recommendations that as long as 50% of, the number of um, uh, schools that sponsor a sport in the MIAA are, are able to field a team for that week, then, then the games for those schools that are, are able to play uh, would, would, would go on. And, um, uh, you know, and, and it's, a, it's a terrible thing to think about that, you know, you'd have, you'd have half of our schools that would, uh, that would be dealing with issues in their community or on their campus that would that that would cause them to say they can't uh, they can't field a team this week. Um, but uh, you know that's uh, I think what we'll be dealing with in 2020 and 2021 are are these unusual uh, situations involving um, intercollegiate athletics and and uh, doing the best we can uh, to manage those situations. The plan that we're announcing today, I think, gives us two things, two, two key words. One is hope. You know, this, this plan uh, provides us uh, um, uh, hope that we can do something this fall. And uh, the, the, the idea to push things back uh, a few weeks um, uh, provides us hope that, um, you know, conditions improve and uh, things get better. And, uh, you know, as bad as things have gotten the last three or four weeks, um, they can turn around that quickly. So, you know, we're hopeful that that happens and we've, we bought ourselves a little time and, and we, can get, we can get students back on campus. We can get them in class. Um, they can start learning. We can start practice and then start our games. So the, the plan gives us hope. And then the second key word is flexibility. And this plan allows our presidents to, um, over the next six to eight weeks, continue to monitor um, what those conditions are in, in each MIAA community 
uh, continue to work with their their state and local health officials and and medical experts and and to uh, put in place protocols that are gonna gonna best uh, protect the the health and safety of the the students on campus and the the employees on campus and our visitors to campus and and so uh, if we need to change things if we need to modify if we need to delay things or even if things get really really good and we need to um, you know uh, accelerate things maybe you know maybe maybe we're having conversations in a few weeks that that maybe we should be playing football the Saturday of September 26 instead of waiting until October 3rd and and we'll have those conversations if we need to but uh, the plan certainly gives us that flexibility. We haven't canceled anything. We haven't suspended anything. All we've done is issue uh, an announcement that we're gonna we're gonna delay the start of practice a few weeks, and and delay our first game by three weeks. And uh, hopefully, all of that would uh, would will give us an opportunity to enjoy MIAA sports this fall. And get you out of here on this one, um, just to kind of clarify. You said 50% of teams that if they can compete, is there a scenario where I, you talked about the presidents and the ADs all be on the same page, but this is all, all going together. Is there a scenario where I'll use Kansas because they've been kind of one of the bigger, one of the four hot spots, I guess, of the States. And there's a scenario where those four, yeah, make sure it's four, those, um, universities cannot go does the rest of the MIAA continue on if you don't have the Emporias the Washburns the Hayes and Pitt States or does everybody kind of say that's it no so, so if, if we've got four schools in football that that uh, can't play a particular weekend or or even shut down their season but we have eight football schools that are still able to play you know right now the scenario work that we've done and the the recommendations that are in place is that the the conference will will continue will will continue to play, um, and and maybe we're able to to finish out the fall season with with those eight institutions that um, you know that have been able to um, to field a team and 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 have a schedule. Um, we we might have to redo the schedule a little bit. Um, it it might uh, you know it might it might look different midway through the season or at the end of the season than what we started out with. And if that happens, uh, you know, if the, if the four Kansas schools for, for some reason would, would get shut down and, and can't continue, they would certainly have an opportunity to come back and do spring football and complete their season, um, you know, later in the calendar year. So, um, you know, one of the things that, uh, one of the things that we've we've tried to do with the task force is not get too far out ahead of ourselves, um, and and have all of these scenarios have answers for everything. Um, but we do have a system in place that if if these types of things happen, um, we can get our groups together quickly, make some decisions, and um, you know try and do what's best uh, for the conference. And um, and and some of these. Uh, um, you know, some of these situations I'm sure we'll encounter this fall are, are things that uh, we haven't yet dreamt of, um, you know, that will come up that uh, uh, we, we haven't thought about yet. So um, uh, the key word, like I said, with the plan is flexibility. 
and uh, the ability to uh, kind of address these issues as we as we work our way through the season. 